Hello, everybody. Welcome to Riding the Pine Podcast, Episode 2. It's your host, Scott Walden, with my buddy, JP. How are you doing, JP? Hey, pretty good, man. Uh, pretty excited we got that first episode out of the way, and uh, I think this one's going to be a good one. I think uh, a lot of people are going to enjoy it and you know, enjoy the humor that we're going to provide. Yeah, I, I'm hoping so. I hope uh, I hope we grind out that good content uh, for yeah, the... That's the goal, man. Yep, yep. <laughs> it certainly is every day. That's you know great content. Just talking over uh, exactly what the people want to hear. Um, so, have you, did you have a good week? Yeah, man, it was good. Uh, you know, you and I have been talking a lot about sports and had some good conversations about this first official days of the NFL season. So, there's been some crazy mix-ups, and I don't know what's uh, the one thing that stuck out to you. Ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> Cody Parkey is no longer a Chicago Bear. No double doinks, no quadruple doinks. I hope I never see a doink again. I'd rather miss so wide left that it didn't even have a hope of hitting it, of hitting an upright rather than hitting an upright again. Um, <laughs> other than that, I'm I'm pretty happy with what the Bears have done. Obviously, a ton of just shocking news. Antonio Brown um, on his way to the Steelers. You've got uh, Le'Veon Bell signing for less than the, than the Steelers offered him. Um, <laughs> yep. Just, I, I don't know. Where, where do you stand on that? I, I, I want to side with the players all the time. And, uh, you know, in the near future, we'll have really big stars on this podcast. And I'm sure they'll... Uh, echo the same thing um but at some point you gotta play you know and you're just gonna hurt yourself by absolutely um you know yeah we will get these guys on here and they'll appreciate when we take their side a uh, couple things to uh just kind of comment on what you said about cody parkey uh, i think it's funny that the new kicker's name is blew it i thought cody <laughs> parkey just changed his name uh, cause that would have made a lot more sense, but there's actually another person named Blewett and that's a terrible name for a kicker. Maybe we'll see Parky in the, in the Alliance, but I don't even think he's good enough for that. They don't want, no, I think he's, he's going to XFL. Hey, that's, that's, that's a thing. Um, you said Antonio Brown to the Steelers, which you meant the Raiders, which was wild. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so he's going to the Raiders and I don't know if John Gruden is is fooling everyone and was like, Hey, you guys thought I was an idiot last year and I'm doing some crazy stuff now. And he still has all of his first round picks this year and got Antonio Brown. So I thought that was pretty clutch. Uh, and then Lev Bell, I just think the Steelers must be a mess. Like just look at it. I, we all thought it was, but if he's not going to play there and play for less money uh, for the New York jets, something's wrong in Pittsburgh. Well, I, I agree with you. I think a lot of it has to do with that, uh, that uh, the organization is just it, – it's crumbling. And I think it, mm-hmm. a lot of it is on Big Ben's hands. A lot of it – I think probably most of it is on Big Ben's hands. But when you're the coach of this team, you know, Mike Tomlin, he's got to step in. He's got to be authoritative. And it's pretty clear that if you're, if you're talented on that team, you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely, man. I mean, the Steelers historically are, you know, we talked about it last week. They're always in uh, the playoff haunt. And when you look at the team, man, they just, they coaches coach forever. And it's because they are authoritative. They're well-respected. And I don't think you see that uh, with this Pittsburgh Steelers team. Yeah, exactly. You think of the Steelers, you think of the steel curtain, you think of Bill Cower spitting all over everything that he's <laughs> Um, and, and I think that now that being said, they have been good with this group of players for a long time. And yes, absolutely. You, you absolutely can't say that, you know, hold that against them. But I think, you know, the way the locker room has been, uh, managed, it's just, I mean, you get what you give and clearly there's an issue there. Uh, I also, I don't want to take the responsibility off of. Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown's plate. I know for mm. Antonio, it worked a lot better because he ended up getting that money. Um, Lev Bell, on the other hand, did not get what he, I don't believe that he, that was the deal he had in mind. I think he had more money. Um, but I, Le'Veon Bell bugs me. And there was a time when Twitter was going crazy about Le'Veon Bell, possibly to the Bears, possibly to all these teams. And, you know, I stood up and said, I don't want that team. I, I don't want him anywhere near my team. He's, he's sitting out almost every season for some reason. Can't mm-hmm. stop smoking weed. You know, <laughs> Lord knows, like, love the weed. But if your job doesn't allow you to smoke weed, just don't smoke weed. You're going to make a million dollars, you know, millions of dollars. Absolutely, man. I would do lots of things for a million dollars or or in his case, $14 million last year that he turned down. Uh, it's just, it's crazy. And as a Bears fan, you guys have running backs. You guys didn't need him. As a Niners fan, we have a few running backs. And we have Matt Breida and, and Mostert. These guys are cheap running backs because they're on Jared rookie McKinnon. deals. And if he comes back strong, hopefully. Uh, and then we signed Tevin Coleman the other day. So yeah, I, I wanted him on the Bears. That was a good Absolutely, man. It's a great guy to compliment your number one back. So those guys seem more locker room friendly, more PC uh, than you're going to get when you get Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, and this, this really sucks, you know, and I, and I hate to say people are expendable, but the way the game is going, the running back is just becoming an expendable position. You get a guy on a, on a contract in the middle rounds, mm-hmm. um, Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, uh, you know, all these players, Jordan Howard, all these players. It's just not. It's not yeah, man, that's, that's the position, like you're saying. It's just not longevity, man. Uh, Frank Gore is a unicorn. No one plays that long, and that's why he's moving his way up the record books. But guys don't play that long. They don't play high level. Uh, and Frank Gore is just one of those guys that gives, I guess, gives these other guys hope probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I want everybody to make them. Obviously, great, great, great player. Um, but, you know, it's just the attitude. It leaves a little sour taste in my mouth. Absolutely, man. It's it's frustrating. But uh, I was actually just reading an article, uh, and on today, March sixteenth, two thousand nineteen, 
the Browns are picked as the early favorites for the AFC North. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. (laughs) With the Steelers falling apart, the Ravens lost, you know, half their defense. um, And I just, I can't, you know, I'll be happy uh, to put my foot in my mouth, you know, come next November. But I just don't see Lamar Jackson being as successful as he was last year. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully for him, it's not as bad as it was in the playoffs. But I, I don't see him being anywhere close to as successful as they were last year. And mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, the Bengals are – they haven't done anything this offseason. And, uh, well, I guess they just re-signed Tyler Eifert today. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, you know, cool. he'll play half of the first game. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, you just they – they are loaded now. Absolutely loaded. Yeah, man, it's – it's crazy. So the Steelers, you know, they'll probably be in the hunt, but they're not that scary team like they have been. Uh, the Bengals, you kind of forget that they're they're competing sometimes. Uh, and then the Ravens, are they've made some moves, unlike the other teams. They got uh, Mark Ingram the other day. Uh, you know, they're adding defense and stuff, but I just don't think Lamar Jackson's going to, get you those 12 wins that they're looking for and then get you a few wins in the playoffs. I don't, I don't think he's durable enough, but I'll, I'll do the same thing you did. I'll, you know, I'll put my foot in my mouth. Uh, if 10 months from now they're playing in the AFC championship. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I'm sure, you know, one of these shows in a few months here, we're going to, we're going to do our rankings of every team in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, that's my thoughts on free agency, really. I'm sure there's stories we're missing, but uh, it's always I, I always love it when football gets back into the into the prime time. Absolutely, lots of fun. So that that was a big thing this week. Um, you got the NCAA conference tournaments uh, closing out, so we're, we're getting ready to to see everyone's failed brackets and and terrible bets, and then we're getting closely approaching NHL postseason and and the start of baseball season. So it's a fun time of the year right now. Yeah, how's the NHL going for you? Man, as a Coyotes fan, the most excited I've been in seven, eight years. The Coyotes are in a playoff spot, and it's it's the middle of March. There's about 10 games left, and I'm actually get to go to a game next weekend. So hopefully they're still fighting, and I'm, I'm really excited. It's, it's yeah. been a lot of fun. Watching them play the Devils, you'll be one of three people in the stadium. And- I'm okay with that. Uh, Two prime draws in the league, the New Jersey Devils (laughs) and the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, I mean, I hear that's a real crappy stadium. Uh, So, which is crazy because I think the Devils have had very very good franchise. They've had some really great players. Uh, One of the best goaltenders that's ever played. Uh, And it's, it's been, it's just crazy that they play in this crap hole, you know? Yeah, the thing is with the Devils is like, I feel like with that team, they're either really, really good, mm-hmm. like the years they won the cup, Scott Gomez, Niedermeyer, uh, you know, obviously Marte Brodeur, yep. um, or they're just the worst, the worst team in the league. Like, there's no middle ground with that with that franchise. Yeah, no, it's not. It's it's kind of funny, uh, but it is what it is, I guess. So, uh, anyway, as a Arizona fan, it's been really fun. 
hockey season and I got to see Shane Doan's number retired, which was great to see. Uh, and I'm just excited, excited for some, maybe watch some more hockey this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the Coyotes have been on quite the tear. They've only dropped what two games. Uh, two games yeah i mean one was ugly we don't talk too much about that one but well, let's, let's talk a little bit about their losses <laughs> i think oh, they man. lost to a team that's not even in playoff position yeah that's true uh pretty badly <laughs> i didn't know you could could score seven goals that quick you know yeah, well, <laughs> the that's, just, that's the blackhawks man they're they're gonna they can look yeah, like the best you know, team in the league and they can, they can look they like the worst players team in the league. Sometimes they do. Their defense looks awful, but against Arizona, seven to one, and you know they have some of the the best players that we've seen, you know, in the last decade. And the Coyotes and Blackhawks, for people that don't follow these two teams very often, they love trading with each other, and it's almost like a homecoming when either of these teams play each other. So I think. The only goal Arizona had was a former Blackhawk, and then I, I think like three or four of the goals for Chicago were former Coyotes players. So yeah, Perlini oh. Perlini had a hat trick, first career hat trick. <laughs> oh, there it is, Perlini and uh, you know Strom. I think Strom had one. So yeah. after doing nothing the Coyotes for years, Perlini has been really solid. So um, good. good. I think the Blackhawks' future is is good, but. I think they, the Coyotes, too, I mean, with all the injuries, still in a position to be in the playoffs. And, um, you know, back in 2010, the, uh, the uh, Flyers got into the playoffs on, on the, in the last period of the season on a goal in the last minute of their season. They made it to the playoffs and then made it all the way to the cup finals. So I can't remember who they lost to. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> the guy who scored the final goal was wearing number eight. How many players oh. that? Wear that hmm. jersey number? I don't know, man. That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Could be anybody. <laughs> All right, man. So that was that was awesome. Uh, great, great week. I guess we both had with with sports, and uh, I think today we have a real fun segment for you. Uh, you want to explain what we're doing today, Scott? Yeah. So today we're going through the seven deadly sins. Uh, being the pious man that I am. I'm <laughs> These are, you know, things I always try to avoid. Certainly the gluttony um, aspect of it. <laughs> always always eating healthy and in proper portions. Um, people have said that to me all the time. Uh, yeah, so we're going through the seven deadly to Pick out a couple uh, players, coaches, just sports personalities um, that embody these uh, these quote-unquote deadly sins, uh, this mm -hmm. terrible, terrible action. So should be a lot of fun because, uh, you know, I'll name them for everybody. So we got pride, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, wrath, and sloth. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, some of those, we could definitely all have a bunch of names that come straight to our minds. I think both of us tried to... Get a little bit off the beaten path. We'll bring up some of the obvious ones in the in the honorable mentions. Um, but uh, yeah, it should be should be a good episode. Absolutely, it's uh, I had a lot of fun thinking of my list, and I, I can't wait to share it with everyone. And I think bring us some good conversations. And 
I hope people don't crash their cars when they listen to this because they're laughing so hard. I hope they do because that, <laughs> that means we're doing our job. All right. Okay. Well, that's one way to think of it. <laughs> All right. So we'll just go back and forth. We're going to start with uh, going, obviously, in order of the Wikipedia page. Um, <laughs> We'll start with pride, and then I'll I'll give my pride, and then you give your. We'll do it that way. I have lots uh, of pride, so that's perfect. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, so for pride, I'm starting out with. Uh, I thought this was interesting because this is one of the most religious people um, mm. in the sports world. Uh, a little Tim Tebow action. Oh okay. Yeah, the jump pass himself. Uh, so. As pious as he is, as as uh, religious as the guy is, a little prideful, would refuse to play anything but uh, but quarterback in the NFL. Don't get me wrong; I understand being an NFL quarterback is is pretty pretty amazing when when it's in your grasp. But uh, you know, I would love to be a quarterback. But if they told me that I had to be a tight end and I was still going to make quite a bit of, quite a bit of money, I'd probably switch. <laughs> I think he. He just wanted to be like his his idol, you know, his hero. He's a follower of Jesus. Jesus was a leader, and I think he wanted to be, you know, I think uh, that he proved it with one game. But I, I, the only thing I can remember him being successful is that one playoff game against the oh Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, that defense was incredible, and uh, they won a. Super Bowl in the next few years with Peyton Manning's mm-hmm. corpse. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, now the guy's playing baseball and it's just, it's not the same guy that you see, uh, you used to see on TV. It's, it's kind of interesting. Recently demoted baseball player, actually. He, uh, he's down, he, he's not even playing in the big league in spring training. Recently got uh. sent out to the minor league spring training. Tough, tough stuff. <laughs> Maybe he should have taken that AAF uh, offer. Ah, why wouldn't you? Why would he not do that? Oh, my God. He would have been the face. He would have been the face, the quarterback that would have been next to the AAF shield, you know? I mean, I'm jumping off the AAF thing um, because my personal favorite Bear, Bears coach of all time is now <laughs> in the XFL. A little Mark Tressman action. Yeah, I'm. I have, I'm speechless. I don't know what offensive, else to say about that. <laughs> offensive guru. Um, forget the part that he just got fired from, I believe, the Montreal Alouettes. No, no, no. He was the Toronto Argonauts. Argonauts, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're getting him confused with Johnny Manziel, I think. That's right. Johnny Manziel was <laughs> – well, he was on the Calgary Stanford first and then went to the Montreal. Yep. Uh, all right, so up for you. All right, so I had a couple thoughts here on some people, but – a lot of my picks are going to be from my childhood, kind of a little nostalgia as I was thinking about this. So I went with Christian Leitner. Uh, they had a special uh, 30 for 30 a couple years back, and you know everyone hated that guy, and he just kept being himself and, and wouldn't change for anyone. Uh, he made Bobby Hurley look like a little bitch, and if you watch Bobby Hurley now, I don't see anyone treating him like that, but Christian Leitner just had that impact on people. Yeah, he was. Uh, um, I think you can expand that to just any white guy from Duke. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. I, I think 
great Grayson Allen comes to mind when you say that. Oh yeah, I don't know what what they have in the uh, in the water over there at Duke. Where is Duke Durham? Is Duke in Durham? It is yes, Durham. Okay, I don't know what's in the water in Durham, North Carolina, but uh, they got their guys extra douchey there. <laughs> I so a little side note here. I went to the ACC tournament a couple years ago when it was in Brooklyn, and it was actually Grayson Allen's last year, and that was the year he was getting in trouble for tripping everyone. I got to go to a Duke-North Carolina game, and all the North Carolina students were wearing Grayson D. Trippin shirts, and I thought it was the most genius thing. I was, I was dying. Yeah, I, uh, I actually just saw a video of him on Twitter just throwing it down in the G League. Oh, getting some yeah. there. <laughs> College level two. <laughs> yeah, good on him. <laughs> All right, so that, that was that was a good start. I like that for pride. Uh, what's next? Right. Oh, I think we got some good ones coming up. I got I got greed. All right, so greed. Okay, for greed, certainly you know uh, Le'Veon Bell situation with, that we had just talked about mm-hmm. um, comes to mind. Um, I think there's a lot of people when you talk about greed in the sports world um but for me it's i'm I'm going with an entire group of people okay in the national collegiate athletics association oh just i can't i do not understand what what is going on in those buildings um they Absolutely refused to let any. What was it? The story with the North Carolina Tears Heels uh, football team selling their shoes. Yeah, we've had a couple stories like that. People selling their shoes. Uh, back in the day, like ten years ago, Ohio State players were getting in trouble for getting free tattoos, and they're trying to sell their Big Ten championship rings. And the NCAA says those are not your rings. You have no right to sell them. Like. Come on, who are you? That is absolutely insane. I I got a free tattoo in college. Nobody tells mm-hmm. me I can't do it. And guess what? The punishment for getting a free tattoo is you have a free tattoo. It looks like shit. <laughs> absolutely. And I think oh, it's just ridiculous. These guys got suspended. Uh, who was it? Terrell Pryor was the quarterback then, I think. And he got suspended six games or something. And he was like, no, nah, I'm just going to go to the NFL. Somehow they convinced the NFL to uphold that suspension, and he wasn't able to play for like the first six games of his NFL career. It, the only thing that makes sense is it's got the NCAA has to have more money than, and it and it comes to my mind the same thing with the. How did you convince the NBA that all these that Zion Williamson had? Well, he's not good because you know he wasn't as big of a of a talent as everybody. He is much better than we all thought he would be. But mm-hmm. all these players um, that could have gone straight to the NBA, how how did they convince the NBA not to take those players a year early? It has to be money. There has to be money changing hands there. Um, I don't think we'll ever know. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lord knows we know every single time some collegiate lacrosse player you Mm -hmm. know sells his shoes yeah so 
Uh, just a backstory here. I go to the University of Albany in upstate New York, and the last few years, their lacrosse team has been phenomenal and, you know, nationally recognized school. And a couple weeks ago, their best player, Tahoka Nanticoke, was suspended for an Instagram post. And in his Instagram post, he tagged a stick stringing company. That's it. He tagged a stick stringing company. NCAA suspended him and he missed a huge game against a top ranked uh, Cornell team. Like that's ridiculous. Someone's job is to sit there and go on NCAA athletes uh, Instagram pages and make sure they're not doing anything fishy. And all this kid did was was tag someone. I mean, they can't even prove he got paid, I don't think. No, that's crazy. I mean, I'm not a huge social media guy. Um, Mm -hmm. obviously, you know, with the podcast, shout out to our Instagram and Twitter, uh, Mm -hmm. at us, um, you know, we'll we'll probably be doing a lot more with that, but, uh, you know, it wouldn't be beyond my wildest thoughts that I would hashtag or tag Nike if I just got a new pair of sneakers or, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. It's 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 absolutely crazy, but I'll tell you what I will. I'm willing to stand up for the NCAA. Um, I've changed. You just changed my mind. I <laughs> would like a job with the NCAA. These women's diving teams all over the country. Um, somebody needs to monitor their Instagrams and and figure out if they're up to any shady business. And and I. I'll I'll stand up and do it. It's going to be tough, but I will come through every single one if I have to and figure out what's going on. You're a saint. You're a saint. You know, you got to make sure the uniforms are are kosher and everything like that. I like it's what the, you're doing. It's the sanctity of the sport, you know, and that's what I'm here for. These are college kids. They're not, <laughs> they're not there to make money. It's ridiculous. And, you know, we can go back and forth if people should get paid and not. And these people, these athletes are bringing the colleges and the NCAA so much money. And, you know, everyone thinks of basketball and football as the main ones, but every sport is bringing money into the campus somehow. Yeah. And if the, if the NCAA isn't, college isn't going to pay them, let them make some money on the back end. Let them mm-hmm. get sponsorships or, Whatever the hell they want to do. It, it's absurd. It's absurd. Absolutely. All right. So for my greed pick, uh, I thought about a lot of people. Like you said, Lev Bell went up there and things like that. But I went with the one and only Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> this guy will, will fight a bag of rice if he's going to get paid. Like this guy makes so much money. He fought Pacquiao for the money. and and Conor McGregor, like this guy can't read a book, but he can fight. That's for sure. I don't know if you call that fighting. Um, uh, okay. I, I'm not a boxing expert. I'm not going to hate on his box. Yeah. Everything I hear, he is an incredibly gifted technical boxer, but I'll tell you what, his fights are so boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a few months ago, he went over to Tokyo and fought some random ass Japanese fighter like for money you gotta be kidding me of course you're gonna beat that guy <laughs> like just craziness yeah ah um, man i wish he was around with with the big names 
whether it was uh, Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson or Joe Frazier, any of these guys, I wonder how he would have would have uh, stacked up against them. Well, I mean, I, they were all a lot heavier than him. Yeah, he is a little smaller than you think. I guess his ego is so big, I just assumed he was a heavyweight. Yeah, I think his his, <laughs> head, his head alone brings him into the next. <laughs> he would be bantamweight, but uh, he makes it to welter just, just on, on head size alone. I don't know what he fits up there because he can't even fucking read. Yeah, it's it's pathetic. Uh, but, you know, he's he's got a lot more money than we do, so he has more power. Uh, so I guess we can talk all the smack we want. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> and certainly, you know, outweigh him. I probably <laughs> almost 100 pounds, but he could probably whoop my ass, so I wouldn't say it to his face. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm Team Pacquiao. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> At least his fights are interesting. Um, all right, so moving on to a little lust action. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Um, so for me, I'm going with a guy who could categories. I think he's, you know, Satan's poster boy for sin in general. <laughs> uh, up, up there, certainly, with other sports names. Just okay. uh, enjoyed excess. Lawrence right. Taylor. Yeah, LT. Good pick. Good pick. LT reportedly used to spend $1,000 a day on escort services. <laughs> so Wow. We're talking about... One of the biggest names in sports mm-hmm. at the time. Running around, paying money for sex. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> He's so hungry for it. He had to pay for it. Absolutely obscene. Um, but uh, yeah, $1,000 a day. I, I'm, I don't know. Anybody out there who knows the going rate for escort services in this country these days. Uh, Robert Kraft, Robert, please. Yeah, I don't have his email. Maybe we can get him. <laughs> get in touch with me. Uh, let me know. But $1,000 seems like that's probably more than one. Um, one uh, lady of the night. Yeah, man. That, that's just crazy. insane. Insane. <laughs> Dude, Lawrence Taylor. Wow, that's a, that's a blast from the past. Haven't heard that name in a while. So two things come to mind when I hear Lawrence Taylor. Uh, I think of when he was in The Water Boy with Adam Sandler, and at one point he tells the kids not to smoke crack, and it's just so ironic and hilarious. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> my other thing about Lawrence Taylor, which, you know, if you're a little younger, you're not going to get it, but back in the day in high school, I remember playing PlayStation 2, and for all you young people out there, there were PlayStations before PlayStation 4. They didn't just start with 4, all right? Um, PlayStation 2 had a game called Blitz the League, and Lawrence Taylor was the the cover photo. And Oh, hey. <laughs> and that oh, yeah. game was hilarious. You could actually pull a Lawrence Taylor, buy hookers for the other team the night before a game so you could win that game. Uh, you could also shoot up steroids in that game. You could, when you got injured, it would zoom in on the injury and snap the bone. It was it was a really fun game. If you haven't played it, go to a uh, antique store and see if they have a PS2 there. Yeah, so uh, just going back over some of the things that he's done. Um, 
Lawrence Taylor is charged with third third degree statutory rape. Oh, jeez. Uh, yep, he uh, pled guilty to patronizing a prostitute. Uh, he's a registered <laughs> sex offender. Um, you know, domestic violence. The man, uh, he, he acted the same way in his personal life. He did. Mm-hmm. That's not always a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, man, that would, that guy has one crazy life. I had a friend tell me once that he would do so many drugs and, and probably all these escort services. He was doing them every day. But there was a game one night, and he was driving his car, and he drove past the stadium and saw the lights were on. And he goes, huh, why are the lights on? And he drives in the parking lot and goes into the locker room. And they're like, bro, where the hell have you been? And he goes, oh, do we have a game tonight? And... <laughs> He was like, holy shit, I guess I better get ready. Like, this dude was nuts. And he probably used that psychotic mentality, and that's what made him such a great football player. Oh, he was insane. There's, <laughs> imagine being an offensive lineman and then looking at that guy. He was a fucking crazy mm-hmm. human being. But, yeah, sorry, bud. Whoever, whoever's behind me at the time, you're getting fucked. <laughs> Oh, man, that was a great pick. I enjoyed that. All right, so for my lust, you know, there's a lot of easy ones there to choose. Uh, We'll talk about those in our honorable mentions. But I actually went with an interesting event from about 15 years ago. I was in uh, high school, but it's the Minnesota Vikings from 2005. They had a love boat party, and it actually became a scandal. Uh, It was during the season in October. Uh, on Lake Minnetonka in Minnesota. Ooh. What a lake, right? <laughs> and it's the biggest lake in Minnesota, right? Uh, heck yeah, man. And Fred Smoot was the was the main name there, but Dante Culpepper was there. And they had a bunch of uh, prostitutes. And I think there were like 100 people on these boats. And eventually they were making too much noise and someone called the police on them. Uh, yeah, so, uh, reports of a double um, on, uh, on, on these boats, and, uh, you know, for those of you who've never been to the Midwest, Lake Minnetonka is big, uh, it's the biggest lake in Minnesota, obviously, with the exception of, like, Lake Superior, mm-hmm. um, which isn't entirely in Minnesota. <laughs> also, shout, shout out to Lake Minnetonka for hosting the Pond Hockey World Championships, where JP and I will one day go for sure. Is that where they have the skate up bars? Yes, it is. That's the only reason I want to go. You know? Oh, we are going. <laughs> we're we're going. It's, it won't be far from my new house too. So awesome. Um, yeah, we're going for sure. Um, yes. So there they are out on this lake, uh, where people are everywhere. They're not on the ocean. They're not on Lake Tahoe. That's just enormous. Yeah. <laughs> Lake George up by you. Yeah. Um, It's just, like, um, insane. They're making all this noise. And and there you go, you know. Um, Strippers, hookers, things got a little out of control. uh, And uh, it did not go well for the the Minnesota Vikings. They got pressed for the... uh, (laughs) For a long time. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they had an interesting season then. That was, uh, I think, right after that, 
the Wizinator came out from all the Vikings players using uh, fake penises to pass drug tests. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I'm looking here on Wikipedia, the reason the police were called, uh, I'm going to, there's some quotes in here, but a woman called the police and reported that approximately, quote, seven black men had urinated in her yard <laughs> after exiting a big shuttle bus limousine. <laughs> <laughs> end quote i that had me dying right there like (laughs) (laughs) these dudes what they do just came off of a bus pissed in her yard and then were like all right we're out like they were on a boat they couldn't have pissed off the boat like what the hell is going on here that's what happens when you have way too much fucking money (laughs) um I I know Fred Smoot has been very honest about it mm-hmm. on a lot of he's done a lot of other podcast interviews about it and uh, you y'all should go listen to him because if for nothing else his accent is just <laughs> hilarious. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, that was a really good one. Um, I completely forgot about that. That's always a hilarious story. Oh yeah, man, it's it's funny, and that would have been like my junior year, no, my senior year in high school. So yep. it's a funny time. <laughs> um, all right, so for envy, I'm going uh, one of the all time, all time uh, envious moments in sports, um, in a sport heavy competition, one of the most popular sports in the world. Okay, fierce, fierce competition. People, uh, you know, physical very physical um a lot of times you know um you see people just touch <laughs> all over each other <laughs> i'm going with tanya harding oh, oh okay <laughs> figure skating uh legend tanya harding for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> uh, so for those of you who don't know if you've lived you know this was this was a while ago but uh several movies have come out i tanya <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, being the biggest that got all kinds of accolades. Um, this woman was, uh, and, and it, it going into that, I don't want to, she was raised very, you know, in a weird circumstance, but I think she was very envious of Nancy Kerrigan for a lot of reasons, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, never a good move to hire a hitman to take out somebody's knees. No. And I think the hitman was like her boyfriend. It was. Like, come on, let's be a little was. smarter here. I, I think I think they were actually married, but oh. yeah. did you did you see I Tanya by any chance? I didn't. No. Yeah, me either. I I think for some reason they kind of made her look like not as much of a bad person. Well, I think yeah, I think they kind of went into her trauma. She was like super traumatized. Yeah, and uh, you know, be it what it may, I'll have traumatic childhood. I feel mm-hmm. for. Probably should yeah. never. And maybe if you're the husband, you know, yeah, I'm sure you love your soon-to-be wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if she's telling me to take somebody out at the knees, I'm probably going to say, you should rethink that, huh? Yeah. I, uh, so <laughs> I think uh, there's a 30 for 30 called The Price of Gold, and it went into <laughs> everything. And, you know, Nancy Kerrigan was just better than her. She was going to win. She was going to beat her out. And this poor girl... <laughs> It wasn't even like they went to her house or met her at a grocery store. No, she was leaving the rink. She was like still in the building and someone hit her and tried to take her knee out and she went down after practice. 
So just like, first off, I'm not saying they should have uh, orchestrated this attack, but let's be smarter about it if you're going to commit crimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. Lots of interesting stories in the sport of figure skating. Um, yeah, there was those Canadian coaches that bribed and... yeah. Like, who gives a shit about figure skating? Dude, I guess a lot of people. I mean, so, you know, when I was a little kid in, in the Olympics in 98, uh, you'll probably remember this too. Everyone was talking about Tara Lipinski and Michelle Kwan. Like, everyone knew who the two best figure skaters in the world were, and they happened to both be American. And everyone was kind of watching it and knew who was winning. Well, I think that's what it is. I think it's... it's uh... I think it's the fact that they were both American, you know, that yeah. the American media was just pumping it. Sure, you know, Venezuela shit about <laughs> you figure skating, you know. Um, so I think that's probably what it has to be. You see yeah. that kind of stuff every year, you know. Who is that? Oh, Apollo Anton Ono. Like, who gives well, he a wasn't shit? a figure skater, though. I know, but who gives oh, a okay. shit about feet, speed skating, you know. <laughs> but, like, that, he was so true. good. He was so good. That was the big thing in that moment. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. When he did that short track, that was... I didn't even know that was a sport until we heard about Apollo Anton Ono. And it's just... It's ridiculous. And then, you know, figure skating. It's so much of a joke to people that they made a movie with two male partners in uh, Blades of Glory. Like... That, that's how much of a joke people think it is uh, when you had Will Ferrell and we, we never remember his real name, Napoleon Dynamite, uh, and just how ridiculous that movie was and how that's what people think of figure skating, you know? Yeah, it's, it's I mean, it's just one of those sports, you know, I'm sure it's like it's like dog shows. Everybody <laughs> yeah. that's into it is like super into it. And then the people that don't care, like just couldn't possibly care less. <laughs> yeah um all right so I, that was a really good pick I that uh, i never would have thought of her so that's good also uh, so, i want to i want to so. give an all-time greed moment okay to the usa uh oh. love usa but uh mm-hmm. michelle kwan and apollo antonono it's just mm-hmm. great that we take all these people from other nationalities and good enough at something like <laughs> you're with us buddy yeah, you know, I, there's some history behind all that, and I'm not a history teacher, but uh, yeah, you know, I agree. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Hawaii being one of them. Like, yeah, we we claim that. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's great. It's it's beautiful, and we can claim it as the United States. So that's awesome. <laughs> uh, but again, awesome pick. I never would have thought of her, and that's that's perfect. Um, my pick for envy is an interesting one. Uh, and it goes back to the like 2007, 8, 9 era. Tony Parker. This guy was married to Eva Longoria. And then while he was married with her, he cheated on her. And to make it even worse, he cheated on her with his teammate's wife, Brent Barry's wife. Uh, <laughs> Aaron, her name's Aaron Barry. Little uh, Golden Tate action. Dude, come on. Like divorce your wife or something i mean eva longoria is is you know very good looking woman 
uh, and was very popular at the time. Uh, what was it? Desperate Housewives? Is that what she was popular mm-hmm. from? So Tony Parker, you know, a little Frenchman. I guess you can't trust him, right? Yeah. Uh, the Frenchmen are well known. Um, uh, also, you know, not being the fiercest of people. Uh, <laughs> so maybe he was just so scared of confrontation, um, he couldn't divorce his wife because he just didn't want to deal with it. So he just quit, threw the white flag up without her seeing, I guess. Yeah, lucky he played in the modern <laughs> NBA. <laughs> so, you're not oh, allowed man. to touch anybody because no absolutely not um <laughs> yeah the french wee oui, wee oui, right uh at least they got one thing right they make pretty good little thin pancakes i hear oh great thin pancakes <laughs> love a bag love a good baguette you know <laughs> reminds me of a good another great will ferrell movie a little ricky bobby when <laughs> racing against the frenchie uh yeah but he was he was gay in the movie, so we didn't have to worry about him cheating on Eva Longoria or anything like that. No, no, he, yeah, his uh, his husband was a German a German owner of dogs. Oh man, and, and he great, raced, great movie! He raced for Perrier sparkling water. Perrier, what the heck? That shit's delicious. <laughs> All right, I think we got some some really good ones to end this out here. So yeah, okay. So we're moving on to gluttony. Oh. Uh, this is a sin that I have almost sexual relationship. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lord knows I I to gluttony. Uh, mm-hmm. if that's a thing that you can. Say. I believe I, it is. Sure. <laughs> um, but uh, I've picked a man who. Um, is a coach uh, for a team. He started as a coach for a team that uh, I think most of America hates and is very tired of. Okay. Uh, he went to a team that I hate more than anything else. And now he's coaching for my mother's alma mater, uh, who just recently went under um, investigation by the NCAA. So this oh. is a very just intertwined story. Okay. I've done my okay. research. This is all right. All up and everything, okay? Charlie Weiss. Charlie Weiss. Wow, that's not where I thought you were going with that. Mm, That job of the hut looking motherfucker. (laughs) Biggest cankles, man. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if he rolled. (laughs) And I had to watch him. I'm from, for for those of you who don't know, I'm from very close to South Bend, Indiana. A home of one, the University of Notre Dame. Uh... And in my neck of the woods, you fall into two categories. You either love Notre Dame or you fucking hate them. Uh, I think I've been you know, pretty obvious with which side of the yeah. fence I fall on. Um, <laughs> and I fucking hate And I would watch him waddle up and down the sideline. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it was, a, it was a good time being somebody who hated Notre Dame because they were just fucking awful. Um, and it's, and they were hiring coaches and paying them ungodly. Mm-hmm. I think the coach he came after was Tyrone Willingham. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. there you go. Who had been a coach at Stanford and Georgia Tech. Um, he ended up coaching Washington at one point, I think. Did he? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, my God. Whatever. But they fired him before he hired Charlie fucking Weiss. He was sitting uh-huh. on the sidelines 
spooning Crisco into his mouth. And, <laughs> and, uh-huh. and I'm, I'm telling you, this, so during his time there, he decides that he's going to get his stomach staple. Um, more power to you if that's what you got to do. Lord knows I could probably use a stomach staple. Uh-huh. Uh, just a couple in, you know, a couple for good measure. Uh, but during this time, he eats so fucking much, he bursts the staples out. <laughs> and then decides that he's going to try and sue the, the uh, doctor for malpractice for telling him, for not telling him, oh, hey, bud, you can't fucking eat like that because there's <laughs> staples in your stomach, you piece of shit. There's no more room, bro. Like, it's not the same stomach you, you grew to love. Uh, yeah. Literally, uh, you can't do that anymore. So, I mean, on one, on one side, all time. Uh, on the other time, you really got to admire him for pushing through boundaries. You know, um, <laughs> he sat there with his bucket of KFC and, you know, there's two breasts left. Um, mm. And he said, I'm not going to stop here. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to push right through. Man, Next. he should back before the stomach, uh, you know, making it smaller. Maybe he should have. Uh... Sat next to the one and only Choey Chestnut and seeing if he could have put up a fight. Yeah, so I'm sure those guys are crazy. Yeah, they're all skinny. Funny. They're all skinny. skinny. Crazy. And they just hammer the food, whatever. I can't eat like that. And I, I wish. Twice the size of <laughs> Um. So when it comes to uh, Tyrone Willingham, Stanford, then Notre Dame, and then he went to Washington. Year, and his career coaching record is 76 88 and 1. So, <sighs> ouch. No George uh, Tech stop in there? No, don't see it. He they, no. must have hired, they must have hired the guy from George Tech before. Yeah. Um, and then one last thing on your boy Charlie. I would never wear shorts. So, I think coaching in a winter sport in the Midwest was a good choice for him. I would never wear shorts if I was that big. Um, so the thing is, um, and I'm not, people have told me who are fat, uh, <laughs> is that you, just, <laughs> you don't feel cold the same way. And oh. shorts are so comfy that, um, I mean, you see it all the time. You see a lot of fat people wearing shorts when you're like, what Deal. the fuck is that guy? I mean, I see it in the mirror and stuff. So <laughs> I, I assume a lot of people see it all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, that was a great pick. Unexpected again. Uh, you got some good points here. All right, so I went. Uh, this was a fun one for me. I chose a guy who uh, not only ate a lot, but really got into alcohol uh, and really kind of just just didn't care anymore. But I went with the one and only John Daly uh, for golf. Uh, if you haven't seen him, that guy blew up and he wore the most ridiculous clothes so you noticed when he did that you stole my sloth pick no way <laughs> my sloth i was going john daly for and, he and works I there just, too oh god he is uh, i love him i love him he played the system didn't he oh my god that dude didn't give a fuck about golf <laughs> i <laughs> 
I just want so bad um, to be so good at something, not care about it, mm-hmm. and still make millions of dollars doing it. Absolutely, man. What a great sport to, you know, you can use an excuse to be outside and, you know, maybe not for pros, but for us normal people, you can, you know, get a six pack, 12 pack, whatever you think you can do in 18 holes. And this guy was like, I'm I'm embracing that and I don't care if I'm a professional or not. Let's go. Not only that, but just due to him being him, he's got a drink name. And it's one of my, it's one of my favorite summer drinks of all time. (laughs) Oh, it's awesome, man. That is that's yeah, great. So people people someday will forget about and how great he was at golf. Mm-hmm. But John Daly is a delicious drink and people in two hundred years will be drinking John Daly. Why the fuck we call it a John Daly? Absolutely. And they're gonna it's kinda of the same thing with Arnie Palmer's. So it's really funny that <laughs> Yeah, I mean how many people drink go to the store and get an arm? Throw a little vodka in that, you got a John Daly. Genius, genius. Yeah, he is, man, if I could be <laughs> anyone in the world, it might. Mm-hmm. All right. Definitely. Excellent. All right. Well, I guess we took your sloth there, so we kind of covered that one. So yeah, I'll, so I'll just jump in with mine, I guess. Sounds good, sounds good. Uh, I don't think you're going to be happy with it. Uh, one of your favorite players of all time. I'm going with Jay Cutler. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he has shown time in and time out uh, that he, you know, when he played the Packers, I think you're going to hate that even more. Uh, and he was sitting there like, I'm done. I'm not playing anymore. I'm riding this bike on the sideline. Uh, he tried to quit football and the Dolphins said, we'll give you $10 million. And he's like, all right. And he was just chilling. Like it didn't even seem like there was much effort in there. Uh, and I guess when it came down to it, his wife, uh, convinced him to play football last year. Yeah. So, I mean, you gotta love Jay Cutler. He is, <laughs> I, I fucking love, I love Jay Cutler. I think he gets a bad rap. We're not going to get into this discussion now. No, nah, not this one. <laughs> I would not have put him in the sloth category because I think it's just his, like, I think it's just his face that people think. Um, but, you know, when the internet meme is you smoking a toy, you know, you've got, you're sitting there in a Dolphins uniform running the Wildcat as a wide receiver. Just yeah, not, not a good look. Not a good look. <laughs> but uh, he's killing it right now. He's a reality star. Um, and uh, I'm just, I'm just so glad that at least once a week, I can see clips of Jay Cutler. Oh, you, you watch the show? Is this what I'm hearing? No, 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 absolutely not. But a lot, <laughs> a lot of people send me uh, clips. You know. Oh, uh, was it very Cavalry? Is that the very Cavalry? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, maybe for her, you can watch it. It's okay. Yeah, she's yeah, all right uh, looking. Um, yeah, she's all right. <laughs> I remember. So she got famous from like Laguna Beach or the Hills, and I remember. Uh, a few years after that, once they got together and were married, uh, The League, which is a great show. If you haven't seen that, find it. It's a fantastic show. Uh, they were on there all the time, and they were hilarious. Just 
people trying to steal her breast milk so their kids could have superpowers and stuff like that. <laughs> just ridiculous. I mean, Jay, Jay was hilarious, you know, and that that's what made him people think that he like mm-hmm. he would make light of situations because fuck, dude, it's the same thing I do. Absolutely, um, I think he's a fun guy. I think I'd enjoy. Yeah, I mean, I'm sticking him with sloth. I disagree. <laughs> Well, we'll have to embrace the debate another time for sure once we get okay. into some other de- uh, arguments that we'll get into. <laughs> All right, so we're moving on to Wrath. Last one. All right. I'm going with a very obvious pick. Okay. Uh, oh, hold on. Okay. I want to correct. I want to correct myself. The Georgia Tech statement. So um, before Notre Dame hired Tyrone Willingham, hired mm-hmm. George O'Leary, who was the coach of Georgia Tech. But it turned out he lied on his uh, resume. Really? Yeah, he lied on his he lied on his resume, and uh, so after five days he resigned. Wow, so you can't you don't know if someone lied on their resume as a college as a coach like you wouldn't know that. Like, why would you try to lie on that? That seems too easy to backtrack and find out. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> It looks like he said that he earned three, but <laughs> he had never even played in one game. <laughs> That's awesome. What the heck? That is classic. And who gives a shit at that point if he played football at the University of New Hampshire? Oh, classic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wrath. Uh, what was you said? You had an obvious one. Yeah, so super obvious. Uh, again, kind of close to home. Uh, I went to Purdue. I'm a Purdue fan, so arch enemies of Purdue, Indiana University, and uh, everybody to this day thinks that they're so they've always been so great at basketball. But in reality, mm-hmm. Purdue owns the um, the series between them. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't been good in a while, and the only really good is when this guy was coaching him, and it was Bob Knight. Oh, uh, wow. Yes, wow, all pick. time, all time angry motherfucker in this one. Throwing chairs, choking out his, t- his uh, players. Um, as old school of a basketball coach as you could possibly be. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, another, just one of those guys that uh, he, like, you know, after he retires, they try and put him on TV. I'm like, this guy can't be on TV. He's a fucking crazy person. <laughs> No, definitely. There's a few guys like that. I think uh, they tried to put Bruce Arians on TV, and I don't know. <laughs> that guy has can't stay, uh, keep his mouth clean for longer than you know 47 words. Like that guy is crazy. Bruce Arians. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But Bobby Knight, man, if if chair throwing was an Olympic sport, he would have it for the last 50 years. Like that guy was crazy. Would not be able to coach in 2019. Uh, he was smacking his players in the cheek. He would hit them in the chin. Uh, I think he would. He choked a student once, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. Uh, and this guy is just crazy. And you know, as a kid that grew up playing basketball, I, I always debated if I would want to play for that guy or not. And I think I always found myself saying I'd play for that guy because he knows basketball. I just was would be scared looking over my shoulder all the time. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I he's, his personality would certainly get the 
at me, but uh, mm-hmm. if you said I had a free ride to college to play for that guy, I probably <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I feel like it's pretty obvious for Wrath. Uh, that's my guy. How about you? I like it. Um, so mine actually goes back to the NBA in the 1990s. Uh, if you guys have just gotten into the NBA in the last 10 years, it's a whole different game. Uh, I used to see fights all the time. Uh, and it was just a different game. There weren't flopping, stuff like that. But <clears throat> there was a guy who played for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, and it's, The Golden State Warriors back then were not what they are now. Uh, but Latrell Sprewell, and if you don't know his story, he choked his coach in the middle of practice. And it was a huge thing that went on uh, in the 90s that they talked about. But it was just crazy. When you're, coach, when you're choking your coach, like, you're an angry person. Oh, yeah. I mean, that guy was insane. <laughs> um, and... You still get all the drama in basketball. Mm-hmm. Pussified, we'll say that. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot more whippy. Now they just tweet about how their feelings are hurt because people say they're not good on them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Latrell's pretty well crazy. Brings another, ta- another name to mind. Uh, maybe because they both played for the Knicks. I don't know if they played for the Knicks at the same But uh, Stefan Marbury. <laughs> oh, Stefan Marbury. Hey. Oh, yeah. Hey, he did some good things. He had some some shoes for the underprivileged at Kmart. Yeah, yeah, the Starberries. Starberries. <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was always getting in fights with the always yeah. pissed off about everything. I feel like the Absolutely. NBA, the NBA, maybe it's just basketball. Breeze people would be fucking pissed all the time. It might. So a little more on this choking incident. He was yelled at by his coach to make crisper passes. Uh, I guess he said something like, put a little mustard on the pass. And Sprewell said, I'm not in the mood to be criticized. And told his coach to stay away. And the coach came a little closer. Should have listened. He tried to stop him. And as he got closer, he said, I will kill you. And dragged him backwards by his throat for about 10 seconds. And it took a while before, about 10 seconds, when his teammates were like, oh, this is for real. Like, who jokes around choking their coach? So for 10 seconds, everyone watched it, and then they're like, oh, crap, we better get this guy out of here. Um, but I couldn't imagine being at that practice. That would have been ridiculous. Yeah, Jesus. Could you, even, <laughs> could you imagine choking for a second, put a little mustard on your pants? No, are you kidding me? Like, no. What a fucking lunatic. <laughs> I've been called, said way worse things said to me when I played basketball as like a 12-year-old, you know? Oh my god, yeah, in eighth grade I had first thing said to be on the football field. You gotta be kidding. Absolutely. And if I shed a tear, like I better get my ass ready to start running, you know? Yep, absolutely. All right, so that's our list. Um, but we do have some for some obvious ones. Um and uh I'm gonna start out with uh Tony LaRusa. You know, oh, nice just all time angry manager. Uh you can think of a lot of managers in this category because they just get so fucking mad. Start spitting everywhere. Yeah. Um, so, Tony LaRusso for me, he, he embodies rap. Yeah, those old school baseball managers are fun. 
I mean, Lou Pinello was in that same category. Yeah, didn't he steal second base? He stole second base. Uh, like, baseball coaches, man, they're crazy. I remember, I think it was last year, the year before, a minor league or a college, I don't remember what level, got thrown out, and he was so mad. He took a trash can, put it uh, behind home plate, and said, well, that'll do better than what you're doing right now. So <laughs> these guys are crazy. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so for lust, I've got Tiger Woods. Yeah. That's uh, Green and Sloth, or I'm sorry, Gluttony and Sloth, Jamarcus Russell. Oh, wow. I mean, getting signed to the biggest rookie deal ever, uh, shows up <laughs> to camp over 300 pounds on the back, and oh. not shit about anything, literally caused the entire rules to be changed. Yeah. For how you pay rookies in the NFL. Uh, classic. And not a better guy to have to hold on to Absolutely. I mean, this guy, he was, was huge. Quarterbacks are not 300 pounds. Maybe, you know, Lorenzen or something. But yeah, this dude was garbage. Like, he, he threw 680 passes in the NFL. Like, that, that's it. This was, what is he, a number two pick, number one, something crazy like that? I thought he was number one. Uh, yeah, I think so. And he ended up, like, getting in a lot of trouble and stuff doing like the purple drink, a lot of scissor. Like that's what he was known for. Like, oh, his his demise was scissor. Like, <laughs> come on, man. I mean, it makes sense. He was in the Bay Area. Hyphy movement. Um, big time <laughs> hyphy seven, movement. Yeah. yeah, a little Mac Dre. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm sure he was doing the fizzle dance. Uh, <laughs> a little ghost riding the whip. Yeah, so. <laughs> Dude, I... I we were talking about him not too long ago, and we were thinking like of people that could have been in the alliance. And we're like, oh, what about uh, Jamarcus Russell? And you said, nah, he's too old. And I was surprised that he was 33 years old. Oh, uh, yeah, man. He's, yeah, he, he's older than we are. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, it was like my freshman year of college or something. Yep. <laughs> was drafted. So, um, okay. So, Jamarcus Russell. Um, so, for uh, another one for Wrath. Cock. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fighting hens. Okay. <laughs> These things are they are they are ramping. If you're gonna tell me that's not a sport, I dare you. Uh, anybody go to Tijuana and tell them it's not a sport. Okay. Um, yeah, jump in the ring with them. You know. Yeah. These cocks are out of their <laughs> fucking minds. They're pissed at everybody. They're tearing each other apart. Um, they they're wrathful and and God have mercy on them. Oh, yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, another one for Raph, I've got Ray Lewis. Oh. Um, yeah, people like to kind of skate over the fact that uh, he uh, has had some anger problems in the past. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe resulting in, uh, you know, the end of somebody's life. Um, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. And yet, yet another person that retires from and put on ESPN and shit, and it's like I remember when the Ray Rice thing was going mm-hmm. on, and everybody was like, "Oh, what Ray Rice did was terrible." You know, what do you think about that, Ray Lewis? And I'm like, okay, maybe <laughs> we don't need to ask Ray Lewis about our moral polarity. <laughs> he was absolutely sitting there uh, 
you know, talking all the smack about Ray Rice. Like, this is a terrible thing. I can't believe he would do this. While he's sitting there in the back of his mind, I don't know if he forgot he got hit too many times. Like, you killed someone, bro. Like, what the heck? <laughs> they put glasses on him and acted some, <laughs> some kind of moral figure, you know? Yeah, what is it? Uh, Clark Kent Superman here? Like, what the hell? Yeah, just absolutely insane. Um, oh. And I've got one more. All right. For Lust. Um, this guy is not a huge public figure, but he does involve sports, and that is the coach of the 2008 Plymouth High School <laughs> Pilgrims. Uh, my my hometown, Plymouth High School. Uh, so, <laughs> so shout out, yeah, shout out. We had a coach that coached our basketball team for years and years and years. He's in the Indiana basketball. Hall of Fame. Uh, he coached Scott Skiles, um, who was the point guard for all those Orlando Magic teams with uh, yeah. with Shaq. Uh, holds the record for most assists in a game. That'll never be broken. No. Um, no, absolutely not. It's like 50 or something. It's insane. I'll take a look. I don't think it's quite that high, but it is a high number. It's it's insane. Um, so this guy goes to the, to the Hall of Fame. I just, uh, his son, who's wanted nothing more his entire life, takes job from him and uh unfortunately in the first few weeks of him having the job he was caught jerking off to oh. in school oh, to no. to the uh the uh to an overhead projector so credit to him good thought wow uh, so, something i've always go wanted big or to do. go home man something you i've always home. wanted to do yeah i mean <laughs> the, the kid went to plymouth high school mm-hmm Lord knows he had the same thoughts I did when he was sitting in those chairs. I wonder what porn would look like on these projectors. <laughs> and he had it in him to, to go find out. So uh, good on him. But uh, maybe have a little bit of a straight bud um, and know that people can follow you and watch that shit. Wow. Um, needless to say, he was asked. Oh, absolutely. That's. Wow. I don't. I'm speechless. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Oh man, so that's all that's all your honorable mentions? Yeah, those are my honorable Perfect. mentions. Perfect. All right, so I'll go pretty quickly on some of these, but I think some of them are pretty funny. Tiger, obviously, with Lust. Um I went with Sloth, uh Manny Machado. Uh we've talked about we're baseball fans, so we'll talk about playoff baseball. And watching this guy just skip down the first base uh at <laughs> For a ground ball or just one lazy POS, man. In the playoffs. Playoffs. But he's making $30 million a year, so he win. He's the last one laughing, you know? Yeah. Yep. That's upsetting. Um, and it being on the Dodgers, I can't stand the Dodgers, so it just worked out well there. Um, Gluttony, I went with Bartolo Colon. Uh, I think that dude just ballooned up as his career went on. I swear he gained 162 pounds over his 20-something year career. Uh, yeah. and I, I think there's a uh, video out there, and we're going to put this on the pod, or sorry, on the social media eventually. Of uh, he was throwing a pitch, and his shirt came untucked, and his belly just like popped out, and it's just the grossest thing <laughs> you'll ever see. Um, but that that's Bartolo Colon, man. <laughs> yeah, he's a beautiful man. Beautiful uh, he's, he's something. <laughs> um, and then I have 
couple wrath uh, honorable mentions. So I was just going to say Steven Jackson uh, or Ron Artest. Uh, Meta World Peace now. Please call him by his name. I, you're right. What was I thinking here? What a rude person. Um, but uh, The Malice at the Palace was, I think, 2004 or five. And if you haven't seen that video, uh, the Pacers and Pistons start off fighting each other. And then, formerly known as Ron Artest, jumps in the crowd and punches the wrong person that threw a drink at him. Uh, <laughs> Steven Jackson goes after the same person. They're fighting with fans, and it's just a real messy situation. And it, it was something that was talked about for months afterwards. Yeah, that was that was great. I, I remember that fight. big <laughs> yeah. time. Obviously, I was in Indiana at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to go two more wraths, and this will end off uh, my list. Aaron Hernandez. Um, Oof. Yeah, he, kind of, he could have taken number one. Um, what a crazy dude. Like, so he got charged with murder. Uh, and then there's talks afterwards that he might have killed people when he was in college. Um, then he went to prison and something happened. It all became weird. He had like a, a gay lover in prison. It was a weird story. Yeah, things things got a little weird there. It's not like he was in prison for 20 years, you know? So he he accepted the lifestyle quickly before he killed himself. Yeah, um, you hate to see it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but, uh... Jeez. Tough um, to see. The, yeah. And then my last one for Wrath is John Rocker. If you guys don't know that guy, he was a high class piece of shit right there. He pitched for the Braves and he would come to New York and he loved saying how much he hated everyone in New York, women, uh, gay people. Uh, he was just not a nice guy. And uh, it was hilarious to watch him come in the game and just watch everyone boo him the whole time. Very funny. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, that guy was... He was a real piece of work. He was, <laughs> I remember him just like absolute dead sprint from center field yep. to come in and uh, just, you know. He heard less uh, swear words at him when he did that. Yeah, maybe that was the case. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> one quick cleanup item before we close out our show. Uh, Scott Skiles had 30 assists in the NBA game, which is okay. unbelievable. Um, oh, that was crazy. 30 assists. I don't think, I think the closest I've watched Steve Nash get 23 once. So yeah, that is nuts. Yeah. Good for him though. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, thanks for listening to our episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun. I think, uh, as these shows go on, we're just going to keep, uh, giving you some good content. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, it's, uh, writing pine pod underscore or twitter and instagram and we're going to start putting up some uh great content hopefully related to these shows and then you know as we get comments and and some input we'll have some fun with it yeah absolutely i look forward to doing that Mm -hmm. we like to talk as much about sports as we do uh and next week we are in honor of Mm -hmm. congratulations jp 
I made um, another year. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Um, <laughs> we are we're doing birthday sports. So I know I've got quite a few. Um, I know JP probably has a bunch. So we'll talk about those. Um, hopefully some more good content. And anything that happens in the sports world this week. Absolutely. We're, we'll get into all that and uh, expect the next episode to be uh, a little quicker turnaround. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thanks right, for listening. Yep. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you next time. Later.